morning, everybody. Good Welcome morning. to Grace Warehouse Church. Welcome our online viewers and podcast listeners. We're so glad you are with us today. Y'all look good. Welcome to the CMA. We're so glad to have them with us today. Let's give them a big hand. Yeah. So glad they're here today. Make sure you read your bulletin. There's stuff in the bulletins. Make sure you read the bulletins. We did get it printed, so make sure you keep keep up with what's going on around here. So let's read that. Um, if you will open us with prayer this morning, Sister Heather. Okay. Father, we thank you and we love you, Lord. We praise you and we thank you for allowing us to be here and giving us the freedom, Lord, to lift our hands up and worship you today. Father, we welcome you in this place. We ask that you will bless this service, be amongst us today. We give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do you know Jesus today? If you know him, you need to tell somebody that you know Jesus, that he's alive and well, he's real, and he's awesome and amazing. God. I feel like I'm echoing. Am I echoing? <laughs> okay. 
Thank God for His Holy Spirit that the Holy Ghost power that's moving. And you know what the world needs today, another the wind of God to blow across our yes, land today amen. so that we can turn our eyes and focus back to Him Hallelujah. and get our, 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 our world saved for Jesus and, and just turn around. We need it to turn around for His glory and, and His honor and His praise in Jesus' amen. name. Old song here. The wind is blowing again. The wind is blowing again. Just like the day of Pentecost. The wind is blowing again. The wind is blowing again. The wind is blowing again. Just like the day of Pentecost. The wind is blowing again. There was a crowd gathered round from all over town. They came to see what it was all about. There was a sound that came down from the upper room as the Holy Ghost was being poured out. It sounded just like the roar of a mighty wind and it fell on every one of them. And the wind that blew at Pentecost, praise God, it's blowing again. The wind is blowing again.
Hang on. Isn't God good? He's an awesome and a wonderful God, and He's coming soon. He's our soon-coming King. Are you ready to meet Him today? If you're not, you know, the altars are open. Anytime you need to come and pray, there'll be somebody to pray with you.
is when you come together and get with God's people and get in His presence, there's just a calm that comes over you as you are in His presence. You can just stand in His presence and feel the refreshing and feel the rest in the Lord. You can feel rest in Him and peace and joy and just feel His presence just overtake you. And all the cares of the world just washed away, Lord God. Thank you. There's a calm that covers me.
Praise the Lord. All right, we'll switch. It's done good for two or three services now. It's done. That's the way some people are, ain't it? <laughs> Amen. That didn't cost you anything. <laughs> Amen. Some of it, the fire burns out quick, and, I, and that's sad, but it does, amen. But uh, thankful for all of you that are faithful that's here, amen. And, and we've got a great-looking crowd here this morning, amen. We're just glad for all of you being here. CMA was with us, and uh, we're just thankful for that this morning. And Brother Harry's going to be talking to you here in just a few minutes and uh, Telling you some things and getting into the Word of God a little bit, and then we're just going to have a good time this morning. Amen. We don't already have it. Great time in worship this morning, and we're just thankful for that this morning. And, and if this is your first time being here, we hope it's not your last. Amen. We're easy to get along with most of the time. Amen. But I will tell you this we love you, and we'll do anything for you. But we believe in the truth of God and the word of God, and we will not compromise to make you happy. And, I, and, I, and I've got a message burning within me that's, I don't know, it may be after next Sunday, you may not see me around here no more. Y'all may tell me to go on. I don't know. But I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of people thinking you've got to compromise to show love. Amen. Compromising is not how you show love. And you cannot, no shape, form, or fashion, compromise the Word of God to thank people that you're trying to show the love of Christ. Uh-uh. So just be praying for Brother Sammy this week that he'll try to control himself. Because I tell you, it, 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 uh, it, it, things are, you know, and the older you get, the worse it gets with you sometimes. You don't like to see change. And, what, and the change that we're seeing lately is not change for the good on things and stuff. You know, it's one thing that you can want to do things to go against certain things that's, you know, I don't like what they're doing. I don't like what they're doing. But when it gets to the point that the church of God is teaching the truth, starts getting in trouble for teaching the truth, and you think that the ones around you think you're supposed to compromise so you can please everybody in every kind of a organization or affiliation or whatever you want to talk about that's out there in the world and uh, it's getting to a time that we're going to have to stand and have boldness you know and, and we was just talking a few weeks ago about Peter and John and different times that they had to face the courts and stuff because of them standing for the Christ preaching the truth preaching in Jesus name and they you know and you've heard me say this that you know they say you know, we're going to let you go, but don't be doing that no more. And they say, we can only do what we've seen and heard. Amen. All right, church, are you really standing for the word of God? Or are you just here to just to kind of uh, be a little social club or something or other? Amen. 
We're not a social club. You walk within these doors here, you should know you come into a church, and if you don't want your feelings hurt, and you're doing things that you know you're not supposed to be doing is completely against the word of God, and you come in here and you, we, we preach the truth and you get your feelings hurt, we don't have to apologize for that, people. We do not have to apologize for that because we're teaching the word of God the truth. Now, you want to get your feelings hurt or don't want to get your feelings hurt, and if you're not ready for that, that then all I can tell you, don't be walking within this church because you know what a church is supposed to be. And if and if it's not if it's not teaching the truth and if it's not stirring you to go to the, want to do right, then we're not we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. So you just be praying for me through the, the now and through next week that I'll get myself under control that I won't uh, offend a whole lot of people. Amen. But I mean, and, and you know, and I've told different ones since we're on social media, on podcasts, live stream. You know, we have to kind of as ministers and teachers and stuff, we have to kind of keep ourselves under control a little bit because we don't want to hurt nobody's feeling. We don't want to drive anybody away from coming to Christ for that. But there is a limit that you can do that without compromising. So we're not, we're, I don't know about the rest of you, but Sammy's not compromising. Whatsoever says that's the word of God, that's what we're going to preach. And you can't pick and choose. Amen. You can't pick and choose. But anyway, just be in prayer for that. Amen. Let's stand this morning one more time, and we're going to go on God to prayer before we have Brother Harry come up here and talk to y'all. Just thankful we want to remember all those that are sick. Brother Bob of their group is battling some issues, and he just, first time he hadn't been here with the group. Of course, he wasn't able to be here in 2020, but uh, the first time that he has now been able to be here when the doors have been open for everybody to be here from the time this church started on 85. So we he, he called me Sunday after church, Sunday, and, he, and he's awful disappointed for not being here, and we, we understand that, but we believe God's going to take care of him. Amen. So remember him in your prayers. Remember this morning as you pray during the week and whenever you pray, remember him, that God will touch him and all will be well with him. Amen. Anybody else real quick? Praise the Lord. Everybody good? Amen. Okay. If anybody, you know, if you've got someone in your family that's lost or whatever or someone that's sick within your family, just raise your hand this morning and in remembrance of them. And God knows who they are. Amen. He sees your heart and he knows who you're talking about this morning. Amen. We believe God is a saint, can save souls, and God is a deliverer. Amen. Of those that are in need of being delivered this morning. So let's pray this morning. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for the opportunity we have to be in your presence this morning, Lord. Being in your house, Lord, with your people, Lord Jesus. And we just ask your blessings to continue flowing this service this morning, Lord, and that you get things accomplished that you need to have done this morning, Lord. And we reach out, Lord, and ask you to touch each and every request, Lord Jesus, that these hands that was raised for the salvation, sickness, Lord, or deliverance, Lord, you see the need, Lord Jesus, and you're able to touch this morning, Lord. We ask you to touch Brother Bob right where he's at right now, Lord. Give him peace of mind. All is going to be well. And we believe that, Lord Jesus, that you've got him in, in the palms of your hands, Lord Jesus, taking care of him, Lord. And, Lord, just let him be confident, Lord, that we miss him and that uh, he's, he's with us even though he's not here in, in physical body, Lord Jesus. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. Just as you continue blessing this service as we go on through this morning, Lord Jesus.
We love you and just ask you to be able to do something for your kingdom, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Harry, come on. Praise God. Amen. Hey, we just want to let you know that uh, Brenda's been working on this plaque. You're on your second plaque. This means the 15th year we've been here. How's that? 15. Come on. Get that out of the way before I spill it and drop it. That good stuff. Uh, if you're not familiar with the CMA, uh, Christian, hello, come in, is that a doorbell, amen, cmausa.org, you can look at that, you can contact one of us, we'll tell you all about it, we're out of the uh, Word Warriors chapter out of Evansville, number 597, how many chapters in Indiana now, 22, yeah, 23 in Indiana, we're in every state, and uh, about 33 countries now, so it's uh, it's a worldwide ministry, and uh, the money you gave last year, $300, we're going to break it down, I just found out it was $300, I couldn't remember, Sammy told me, so we're going to break down the numbers in my head, which you guys are going to be in trouble, so sometimes I do math good, sometimes I don't, uh, $60 will go to Missionary Ventures, which puts a motorcycle or a mode of transportation into an indigenous pastor so um carrie do you have a, a number this year that we made so far okay that's what i was wanting to know we it'd be our fifth motorcycle that we'll be able to purchase for our indigenous pastor and that's just that's just awesome and uh Yeah, Mission, Missionary Ventures puts a mode of transportation under a pasture, be it a motorcycle, uh, a boat, a goat, a donkey, a camel, uh, whatever the pasture needs at that time. Um, you say, why a goat? Is that what you said? Well, yeah, I was saying, why a goat? Well, that pasture lived in a hilly country, so the goat carries his Bibles and songbooks, so he doesn't have to carry him up the hilly country, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, boats or a boat motor. One pastor got a boat motor. He had the boat, but didn't have the motor. So they put a motor on his motorboat. So that was pretty cool. And then another $60 goes to the Jesus Film Project, which puts um, the Jesus story out in, an, in their language. And I can't remember all the languages that are available, but I know it's over 1,100, 1,200, somewhere in that neighborhood now. So a person actually gets to hear the Jesus story in his tongue. And usually the first showing is about 40 people. When, when we know that every, every dollar, every video that goes out, at least one person responds to Christ, surrendering to Christ in their life for that video. So that's $60. We know there's a, there's a hard number there that... The money you gave, at least 60 have accepted Christ as their Savior. So give yourself a hand on that one. And then, and then another 60 goes to uh, the Bible guy. What's the Bible guy's name? 
open doors. Uh, used to be Brother Andrew, and uh, they sneak Bibles in to Christians in countries that the Bible is not allowed. So I know that right now they're going into North Korea, Iran, Iraq, Egypt, and these Bibles are in their languages. It's printed. God's Word is being presented in their hands, and they could be persecuted for having them in their presence. So uh, it, it, it's crazy that people are hungry for the Word of God. Why is that? Why is a person hungry for the Word of God? It changes their life. It changes their life as it's changed ours. How many Bibles do you have at home? Four, five, six. Got one on your, got one on your smartphone. Seven. Okay. These families are hurting for one. I saw a video a while back that they're sneaking the Bible in, and they're going down the street, and they're going down the alley, and they're going through a door, and they're going through another door, and, and they're always looking behind them to see if anybody's following them. And the Bible reaches the elder, the dad, the father, the papa. He said, did you get it? He goes, yeah, I got it. He goes, let's see. And he hands him three pages out of a Bible. That's all they could get was three pages. So they sat down in an inner room to read these pages. And the people were so hungry. The family was so hungry to hear the word of God. And he reads about four or five scriptures and he goes, that's enough for today. We need, we need some more for tomorrow. That'll be more for tomorrow. And the kids are saying, read more, read more. He goes, we need to save some for tomorrow. Three pages out of the Bible. Now, how cherished is that? We also have another video. I don't have it with me right now, but somebody tried to burn down a church to keep the gospel from being spread. You know what survived the burning building? The Bible. The, the stand, when it fell over, covered the Bible. It was burnt around the edges. The Bible was. But when they opened it, the word was fresh. The word was fresh. So the word of God goes to and fro. I've got a, uh, a song for you, and uh, Jason's got it keyed up, or somebody's got it keyed up. And uh, if you like rock and roll, this is the Run for the Sun song. And it was written and played by a CMA.
that's a that's a pretty cool. If you get to see that guy play that, oh my gosh! Uh, you talk about a guy playing a guitar. Whew! That guy can do it. Hey, we're going to be in uh, Romans chapter five. Sam and I have talked. He told me what you guys been doing, and of course, it was all in line with what I was thinking of. So, uh, of course. that gotta have my notes can't remember everything can't remember anything Brenda amen yeah okay I knew that was coming um, we're going to be talking about faith that triumphs in trouble how many of you have had trouble Come on. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I got stories, and then I got stories about that story, and then there's a story that ties to that, and then I remember another story. So I'm going to try to keep it on one rabbit trail at a time. Okay? Try to. Uh, we're going to get into the Word, and we're going to see what He has in store for us. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Watch out now. Knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Christ uh, took our place. Chapter 6. For when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, us. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if we, let me back up. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been re reconciled, we, can shall, we shall be saved by his life and not only that but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received the reconciliation okay when I was first saved all these big words really messed me up you know justification and reconciliation and all that stuff I can't even say it now so we're going to break it down for us right, right quick on 5 in 5 1 God justifies sinners on the basis of faith alone. How do you get to heaven through Jesus Christ? Faith alone. Faith in him gets you to heaven. We have, we have God's son making a way for us. And our way to heaven is through him. Jesus said there is no other way to the Father 
except through him. So, 5-1, justified by faith. Our faith justifies us to God. God, without Jesus, we are a lost soul. A lost soul. So accepting Christ, we are justified in front of God. We are able to be in God's presence then. You know, that, that's the crazy part. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. That's, that's our Jesus. That is our Jesus right there. Through whom we also have access by faith into the grace. A believer's to access to access to God was unheard of in the Old Testament. You had to go to the priest. The priest had to go in the inner room. Uh, the priest had to be very godly to survive the Holy of Holies to get into. Um, they wore tassels on their robes with bells on them so the people could still hear them moving around inside there. That's kind of a... Have you guys ever been to Eureka Springs? There's a there's a place there that the Holy of Holies is like. You read about it, you heard about it, but you got to see a building that was made in the remembrance of that. So that was pretty cool. So if you get a chance to go there, go there. 5-3. Five, five, and not only that, but we already also glory in tribulations. Tribulations, that's, that was a big word. Uh, also defined as pressures. Uh, you know, in Old Testament, they talked about pressuring the grapes to get the wine. They pressured the olives to get the oil. Um, there's pressures in daily lives. There's pressures. We had pressures driving. I don't know how many miles we drove in the last three, four days. But, you know, a truck and a trailer, you know, there's pressures driving that truck. You know, being in the right place at the right time. Shifting gears, going uphill, going downhills. You know, that that kind of refers you to your life. You're going uphill sometimes. You're going downhill sometimes. And there's pressures. There's pressures. Today, there's normal living pressures. Have you been to the grocery store? How do you pay for that? You know, Brenda just said, I just got one sack and it was like $98. You know, I if you didn't have the money, that's a pressure. You know, if you don't have a car to get to work to make money, that's a pressure. I mean, it all kind of rotates and revolves around all that stuff. And if you let the pressure get to you, you will break. But I know somebody can handle the pressure. Sometimes, and I've seen it, we have pressures from falling, for following Christ. I mean, there's a guy I work with. It says Drew on the front of his helmet, and on the back it says Drew Sefer. <laughs> uh, we've had some good conversations, and he knows where I stand, and I know where he stands. And I asked him if he wants to stand with me. He better get his life right and not follow that guy. So we've had some, uh, some discussions. Now I haven't seen him for a month or two, so I don't know what happened to him. 
get moved. Maybe you get moved a day shift. Okay. Tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces, produces perseverance. Perseverance is a fancy word for patience. How many of you pray for patience? And I need it right now. Yeah, don't. I'm not saying pay for, pray for patience, but be careful. <laughs> be careful, especially if you drive in Evansville. And perseverance, character. Oh my gosh, character is a character is an interesting word. How do you? What do you act like when you're around people, and what do you act like when you're by yourself? Yeah, character has a lot to say about it. Verse 5, hope. Oh, my gosh. Where is your hope? I hope it's in the Lord. Yeah. You cannot lean on him enough. He has open arms. Think about it. He has open arms to handle you. Whatever you got, God is not surprised. Can you imagine him waking up one night and going, Well, I didn't see that coming. No. He he knew that was going on. And he knows what's going on in your life. Each individual, he knows what's going on in your life. Five five. The love of God has been poured out in our hearts. By the Holy Spirit who was given it to us. You've been given a gift. What are you supposed to do with that gift? <laughs> Give it away. Yeah. There's enough God that you can share him with everybody. You know? Where do you buy your gas at? You share there. You know. Where do you go to the doctor at? You can share there. You have to understand that some people only see God if you show up. You know, we have visited people in the hospital, and he goes, I don't feel sorry for myself. He goes, there's people here that are not at church. There are people here that don't know God. There's people here that have never heard the gospel. He goes, I'm laying in bed sick. He goes, I have to present the gospel. These people have never seen it. And uh, we gave him some pennies that day. He had a Sucrats can with our little cross pennies in there. He goes, anybody wants one, take one. Think about it. Wherever you're at, you're the shining light in that spot. Wherever you're at, you could be the only light. And what's interesting is that you recognize the good and the bad. And there's brothers and sisters that work that I work with now that I know who they are. And you can feel it. You can feel that spirit, that common spirit. But then you feel people that rub you the wrong way. And there's a reason. They're not in the family. Verse 6. For when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. He knew you before you knew him. And he still died on the cross for you. 
you got babies coming. He knows the baby in the womb. You didn't know God knew how to quilt, did you? Because he says he's knitting them. Knitting them in the womb. Knows them before they're even born. That's pretty cool. See how that all goes together? <laughs> Amen. Jason said, oh, yeah, another grandbaby. <laughs> the money, tell you what, I got, we got eight, ten, and the money goes out. <laughs> but the blessings, the blessings come in. Yeah, the blessings come in. Number seven, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. You know, we cannot be called good because we're not good. We're sinners. You know, there's not even there's not even a friend that would die for you. There's not even a uh, someone that you really know that would die for you. But Christ, before you even knew him, he died for you. While he was on the cross, this is an old song, I was on his mind. Remember that one? For he knew me. He died for me. Amen. Amen. You know, considering where we came from, what we were doing, and he still loved us. That's Jesus. That's Christ. Verse 8. But God demonstrated his own love towards us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Um, I've, anybody got a tattoo? Yeah, you can put your hand up. Okay. I finally got one a few years ago. How long has that been? Seven, eight years ago. But I wanted a Christian tattoo. Does that make sense? So I got one. And anytime I show it, there's always a story. Um, I have a dream catcher with the three crosses in it, Jesus in the middle and the two thieves. So when I show it to him, I, I, that was my deal with Jesus. If I get a tattoo, <laughs> it's going to point to you. And it does. There's two thieves on a cross. One, I think the Bible calls it, beguiled him. Talked bad about him said you talk about all these angels have them come down here and rescue you and the other thief recognized who he was whose he was he was from God he was from heaven he was from a holy place that nobody could think of he asked forgiveness so which thief is with God right now that asked forgiveness. Here's the interesting part. He said, you'll be with me today. So, he's a thief. He's on the cross. But today, he'll be in paradise. Amen? So that's the story that I have. And I, if you want to see it, I'll show it to you afterwards. Amen?
Verse 9, much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath. Who said we were going to be in the wrath? Wrath is death. Wrath is, is slavery. Wrath is, is bad. That's where you'll be if you don't ask Jesus in your heart. That was already pre predestined. You know, God had a place of wrath already set out for you. But praise God, Jesus stepped in that place. And I've asked him into my heart. And wrath is no more for me. But for a dying world, that's where you need to talk to him to get him saved from that wrath. Number 10, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Oh, reconciled. I like that word too. We were his enemy at one time. But through Jesus' blood, we can call God, God. We can call God Father. We can call on him when we need him. Reconciled. We, we can go home. Amen. We can go home. Eleven. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Every time I read through this, I was thinking of the parable of the, of the son that took off, realized where he was at. And came back. He was reconciled with his father. He, he wandered off. He squandered everything. We've done that. Been there. Done that. Came back. And my father had his arms open wide to welcome him back. That's where Jesus is right now. He is welcoming you back to the family. Maybe maybe you were raised in church all your life. Maybe you know. You know all that. Maybe this is your first day here. You have to understand this gift. Now, the gift you're accepting, it's all roses and fresh water and you know you get the best job you get the biggest house no come in sometimes being a Christian brings other stuff along okay now you have an enemy who's that yeah yeah now you got somebody mad at you Good thing we love the guy that loves us, loves us first. Sometimes you have problems loving God. Stuff gets in the way. He's always there. I just want to let you know, he is always there. I don't know where you're at right now. I don't know where you're walking. We're going to skip that middle song. We'll go straight to the last one. 
I don't know where you're at right now. I don't know your situation. I don't know if you got problems with family, you got problems at a job, you got school, you know. The pressure on school kids nowadays is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, we talk to our kids and grandkids, and there's stuff going on all the time in school. That's one place you better have Jesus in school and at work to keep you going on. Uh, if it if it wasn't for him during some of my work stuff, because where I work at, they invite everybody to work. It doesn't matter. And you get to meet all walks of life. Stay true. Sammy talked about we're preaching the word. If your toes get stepped on, you know what? <laughs> they were sticking out. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to play this video. I want you all to stand. We're going to be thinking about what God has done in your life. And if you don't know him, what he can do in your life. Sammy's going to come up. If you need to pray, we can pray. You will not pray alone by yourself. We'll play that. Uh, it's called Reckless Love. Left the 99 for you to come after the lost sheep. Don't be the lost sheep anymore. Come to Jesus.
don't deserve it, but he died for us. His blood covers us all. Now's your chance. This is the part of the service. Ask Christ into your life. If you don't have Christ in your life, you're walking blind. That's all I can say. You have no future. Have Christ. Have a future. An everlasting future. Gary's faith. Let me get this right. Gary's faith is seen right now. All the faith that he has, he is seeing it right now. He entered the gates. He got the big Jesus hug. That's what we want for all of you. Come to Jesus today. Amen. Sammy. Amen.
love of God. Praise the Lord. Come unto me, all you that are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Church, ones watching on live stream or on podcast, if you're carrying things that's too big for you, and you're trying to carry it by yourself, you will never get to the point that you can carry it the way it needs to be carried. So you need to turn it over to Jesus. And the way you do that is just to give your heart totally to Him. Accept the salvation that He died for you for. And give it to Him. Amen. He's the one that can carry it. He's done took care of it. So all you got to do is ask Him for that gift is Brother Harry has talked about. Salvation is just reaching out to him, asking for forgiveness, asking him to be part of your life the way you're supposed to be. Amen. Praise the Lord. Church, this has been great this morning. Amen. Continue to be praying for the services and for your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, we don't know what from one moment to the next what each one of us is going through. So continue to be in prayer. Amen. Just because somebody's got a smile on their face and they'll pat you on the back don't mean that they're really all together inside sometimes. So we, we, we have learned a lot of times as I hate to use the word for it, but professional Christians or long-term Christians or however you want to put it there, we have learned how to put a face out there that we're okay and sometimes we're not. And we just, you know, sometimes we don't feel comfortable talking about maybe things or sometimes we don't want to talk about it. But, uh, you know, we are to carry each other's burdens. Amen. Be there for each one when we go through things. So just pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ and, uh, and that all will be well. Amen. I want, before we close, I want Brother Harry and Sister Brenda's and other ones to come up here. And we want to pray over them this morning. Amen. They're out on the road a lot. And they're out on motorcycles. I mean, you know, it's dangerous enough being in a car. So uh, just be, uh, we want to pray for them. We want Sister Patty, Sister Donna, the ministry team to come up in behind them and we want to pray for them this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. We have grown to appreciate them and love them just like they're one of our own here. I'm just sorry that they ain't close enough they can't be here every Sunday. <laughs> Amen. Brother Ricky, will you pray over them this morning? Amen.
before we, let's just stay put right here just for a second. And we want to take a cloth and anoint it. Let them get it to Brother Bob. Amen. That's the way it's supposed to be. And we're believing, you know, we've had a lot of different things in the last couple of years or year and a half or what have you, different things. God has touched and healed in this congregation and different ones we've known and stuff. So we know that God is, is still a healer and he's a deliverer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Churches has been good. And God has been good with us this morning with his presence. And we're just thankful for all of you that's here. Try to be here Wednesday night if you can for service. And Brother Jeff and Sister April does the No Strings Attached on Tuesday evening. So we just pray that God's blessing will be upon y'all. And hope to see you either Wednesday or Sunday morning back. And uh, God is great and God is good church amen and we're just so thankful for our church family and for this church and for the cma being with us and hope it's not a year before you get back maybe amen we'll have something special that y'all just have to come back for amen praise the lord brother keith come and dismiss us first of all i gotta praise god <clears throat> we got two new catchers in the house this morning Sister Patty and Sister Donna just caught this lady over here, so we could put them on the list and save our backs. <laughs> yeah, let me get a badge, too. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we love you and we praise you, Father. Just watch over us and protect us as we leave today, God. Forgive us as we fail you, Lord, and let us be a light to the world. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.